Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, elder candidate at Redeemer Fellowship. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. What you doing? Uh, you know, I'm doing my thing. Was at the office all day. I know. I tried to get you to blow it off. And, and nope, it wasn't going to happen. Work by us. Nope, but, uh, wasn't going to happen. Had too much to do. Yeah. Too much to do. So did the day turn out okay? Yeah, turned out great. Good, because you did send an email. Hey, pray for me today. You know, lots going on. And yeah, yeah. I did. I, I still want that. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'll need more prayer tomorrow. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's for, right. Uh, yep. For some meetings. But uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, it's just kind of getting yourself ready for war. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, I know what he's, and you try to like think through in your head, like, what are they going to say? What's their objection going to be? And how am I going to counter that objection? So I'm going to think through, I went through all our pricing, all the increases that we we're proposing, went through line by line and made Hector sit there with me and uh, go through it and, you know, say, we got to have an answer for everything. Okay. So in the business world, mm-hmm. when you are trying to, when you have to go to war in a sense, now there's yep. different ways in which people go to war, mm-hmm. but in this, in this sense, right, uh, do you want the people that you're going to war uh, in the end to be your friend, like to be like... To be like, oh, I like this guy. I want to be with this guy. Or do you want them to be your punk? What What is the more <laughs> ideal? What's the more ideal situation? Well, I want them to be my punk, but not know that they're my punk. So they think that I'm their best friend. Ah, that's why you're the business guy. That, you that's business. how you do it. Yeah, okay. That, yeah, I, did, so, I, don't, I don't know business. So no, yeah, it's just no one wants to spend more money. And right. uh, everyone, no one wants to make less money. Right. So it's just that constant tension that we have to go through of, uh, here's where I want my increases, and here's where I'm willing to stay where I'm at. Cool, cool. Well, now that I would say 25% of our audience has fallen asleep listening to your boring uh, business talk, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. what do we... <laughs> I, uh, I hate you, Joe. <laughs> no, it's good. I like it. I asked you about it because I think it's, I think it's fascinating. So what did you do today? Because you were obviously bored with all your text messages. Uh, no, that was just at one point in the morning. I was mm-hmm. trying to get you to come, and really the reason we wanted you to hang out is so you would bring us lunch. Yeah, I uh, figured that. that. that I figured way. that when you're like, hey, man, when you come, bring kebabs. Yeah, that's, so then, I, then I, Pat and I had to go out and pick up our own lunch. Oh, um, pobrecito, I'm so sorry. Yeah. So sorry you had to go get your own lunch. Yeah. I like how you tried sending the brown guy to get your food. Yeah, it wasn't because of anything other than you would be on your way. Mm. That was the only reason. Oh, okay. Mm. And I don't see you as brown. Oh, okay. But so the, those emojis that you sent me after that, what the brown that? guy in the car with the pizza... That, that did was not it. happen. No, that did you, not would happen. you do that? People think I'm sending you that stuff. That ain't happening. No, that right. didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, okay, listen. I, I, um, All right, but how did your day go? I know that you were really uh, busy. It's sermon prep day, so that's why I know you're busy. Yeah, well, it's because I got good Friday service mm-hmm. as well. So we got a, a service on Friday. We got Sunday Easter service. That's right. Um, I had a bunch of like uh, other stuff to do. There's like, Well, you oh, have your personal personal family things, but I'm, yeah, I just uh, know that Mondays is the day that you set aside Yeah. Uh, where – you you know very rarely take any kind of a break and you just focus on. I take breaks. I, I just, know, but I'm just, I just I'm but I don't have you don't, meetings. You don't, but you don't. Yeah, you don't have meetings, but you don't have an extended break. Yeah, uh, like your uh, lunch break is like two I eat, minutes. I eat fast. Yeah, but I'll take a break to play cards. That'll happen. Well, you're allowed, you know, forty minutes a day to go ahead and relax. Yeah, so I'll do that. Um, no, things have been good. Uh, How doing, was sermon prep? Uh, good. 
Good, but I've got a lot more to do. I'll be doing some more tonight. Oh, okay. There yeah. you go. Uh, and then I got, uh, what was I do elder stuff, elder stuff going on. You mm-hmm. saw that on Slack. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man. Yeah, it's been a good day. Now, I, I've, I've, I've opened up my computer here. Okay. Now, open. I don't really know why I've got it open because we don't have an outline or anything for what we're going to talk about. Yep. But I, I, I just noticed how filthy the screen is. I can't. It's, in uh, fact, it, it looks like, like, it's like a film on there. It looks it? like the the brightness is all the way down, and that like the LCD lighting is hardly working because it, it's because there's such a film of smoke on it. it it's like a it's what, just tar. Is it tar? Is that what that it's is? Just tar. You can put your resin. finger in it. You can feel it, and if you pull it down, it comes off. Ooh, it's you know really what? Gross. You could, actually, if you eat that. Really? Uh, you don't have to smoke cigars. Well, it wouldn't quite be the same experience. So I think I'm gonna. <laughs> but I need to clean this thing. It is no. But uh, I hear it's, it's like chewing gum. Just chew on it. Uh, no, I'm not. Under, no, I'm no, not I dare you. That. No, I don't want Nicorette, man. I wanna. I wanna have a cigar. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? We're gonna be talking about spiritual discipline. Spiritual. Ah, wait, disciplines. Yeah, spiritual is it plural. Yeah, when you're talking about the disciplines, the disciplines, a yeah. spiritual, a spiritual discipline is singular. I'm just thinking like, right? You know, spiritual discipline like. Uh, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's too big of an idea. We want to talk about the concept of spiritual disciplines, and okay. the reason we want to do that uh, is because there has been some chatter lately, mm-hmm. uh, and, and for some time, I guess now, about uh, spiritual disciplines and whether or not these are biblical ideas, whether or not the concept yeah. of having spiritual disciplines um, is healthy. Well, didn't, fact, we get a, didn't we get an email about that? Yeah, I'm actually I'm trying to are stall trying to find it? while I... Uh, oh. Okay, here we go. Uh, no. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Boom, got it. Got right. it. Go. This is uh, from a guy named John Wick. Uh, John Wick. No, that that would be so cool. Uh, John Muffalato. John Muff. John, John Muffalukicus. John. Is he related to Snuffleupagus? I, well, it's there's a whole bunch of content. It's like two F's and two T's. John Muffet. Okay, I can see it now. Uh, he says, "Hey guys, enjoy your ministry. We are el- we as elders are adopting the London Baptist Confession of Faith right now at our church." Oh, good job! Very cool. CBC Nashville. The reason I'm reaching out is that I was a little surprised by you guys being reformed yet promoting spiritual disciplines. I'm quite. I'm not quite sure how the two work together. Wrote a couple of articles and did two podcasts on them. One with R. Scott Clark. Name drop. The one, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, dude. Uh, yo, you got to say that because you did that one. Uh, the only purpose for me reaching out was simply for a helpful dialogue. If you guys see some holes in my research or logic, would love the feedback. Again, enjoy the website and resources. And then he gives us the resource link. And now this guy is a part of the Theocast podcast. Okay. Those are good guys. And uh, I have not had time to listen to the stuff, and I only had time to scan uh, the articles. So I'm, I'm sorry, man. Wow, I, dude, really? Yeah. Well, what do you want me to do? Wow. I, the, a man sent to you mm-hmm. his hard, you know, sought after research. Yeah. And you can't even take no. five minutes. No, I to can't read it. You well, can't I, I took even, five minutes. I took you five minutes. Can't even listen to the man's I, podcast. Well, I, how dare in you, sir? All honesty, how dare I don't you? listen to anybody's podcast. Yeah, I mean, so, how I mean, dare you, know. you? This guy did that. You know, I am so sorry, brother. Well, here's, here's the thing. You have to, you have to understand. Um, I'm a busy guy. Wow. And, and he's I, not busy? He's ministry no, no, too. No, he's very busy. Here's the thing. Um, his job is to listen to my podcast. <laughs> and no, 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 my no. My no. job <laughs> is to make the podcast that, no. Uh, I, I just, I've got just too much going on with the church mm-hmm. and family and everything. I, I wow, Joe, I am disappointed. All right, all right. So anyways, um, we like you guys. We like what you're doing. And um, 
yeah, we, we can absolutely talk about it. We, uh, we think this is a good thing. Um, and yeah, I think we're going to wind up on somewhat different pages, but I think theologically we will wind up on the same page. Yeah. Now, um, Jimmy, when we're talking about spiritual disciplines, uh, what are those things? Like, what are spiritual disciplines? Or maybe you can just say, name the, the big spiritual yeah, disciplines. Yeah, the big ones. I mean, I would talk about, like, uh, prayer, you know, journaling, uh, serving, um, worship, right. uh, community. Right, yeah. evangelism. Evangelism. Yeah, all, yeah, all yeah. All Intake of the word. Intake of the word. Yeah, part one, part two is how Donnie Whitney breaks it down in his book, Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life. Oh, yeah, Donnie's, that was, got, Donnie's that, got it all together. Donnie's, Donnie's got it going on. Dr. Don, uh, I mean, I've, I've actually known him ca- I mean, from a distance. We know each other, but uh, we don't hang out or, or text for giggles. <laughs> nice name drop. Uh, boom. And, uh, but uh, so I've, 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 read his, I've read that book. Spir- in fact, mm-hmm. the book that I have by him, The Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life, that, I have it the first year it came out. Okay. Uh, so it would have been like 94, I think. Okay. And he signed it. I wasn't there. I, d- I don't ask people for signatures. So the guy that picked it up for me had him sign it. That's very nice. And uh, if you're into that. But uh, what is cool is uh, – I mean, it was, it was cool enough for you. You were into it enough to mention it, but go ahead. Uh, there, here's the reason I mentioned okay, it. Okay, go ahead. That uh, Dr. Donnie mm-hmm. has the penmanship of like, uh, I don't know, maybe a, a, an 18th century uh, wizard. How about that? Oh. It's really cool. I want to see he, this. And he writes with like uh, – like he's big into fountain pens. Okay. All right. This so will be good. he would rebuke us probably for our pencils, I think. I don't think he'd be into it. Anyway – that book I actually do like a lot, and we're going to talk about that book in a little bit. Okay. But, so spiritual disciplines, everybody knows what they kind of are. At least most people seem to know what they are when we're in general when we're talking about spiritual disciplines. Mm-hmm. Now, before we get into all of that, let's first establish how it is that people change, uh, okay. as, how it is that people grow in Christ right, and question. are transformed into the image of Christ, how the Imago Dei is restored in us. What is the way that a Christian becomes more holy. How does that work? And, and what are we? What is the doctrine that we're talking about? Uh, I mean, I'm, I think we're talking about sanctification. We're talking about the yeah, doctrine of sanctification. Right. Um, I mean, we're we're not talking about justification. So I think, you know, what we're talking about here is that it's the Holy Spirit's prodding or enabling uh, of the believer uh, to desire these things more, to desire holiness more, to desire God more. Okay. Would you, would you say it like that? Well, uh, that's not how him? that's not how I would say it. Oh well, then let me hear how you would say. No, no, it. no but I just want to press in on this because. Okay. So, let me be more, let me be more clear. What does God use? Because well, let me let me back up. You're saying that the, the Holy Spirit, yep, is the person in the Godhead that's doing the work, and I agree. Yeah, I'm saying um, there's an enablement. Yep. So, um, but there is also there's not just an enablement. There is a transforming. That is happening as well. From one degree of glory to the next. Right. Yep. So, um, so if it is the Holy Spirit that does the transforming, okay. is there uh, a specific means by which he tends to accomplish this? Uh, I would say through the word. Leading the witness. Yes. Um, oh, were you? Were you? <laughs> no, I, I, was, I was trying not to. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think when we talk about the doctrine of sanctification, mm-hmm. it's, it's fair to say that it is the process, whereas justification is not a process. That's right. right. It's a That's punctiliar a, yep. uh, moment. Uh-huh. It happens in a, in a particular point in time. Uh, we are declared righteous. Yep. It, is, it is like uh, like regeneration is monergistic. So God. It's not none of our work. That's right. It is God unilaterally 
you know, blasts us with his grace, yeah. changes our hearts. Then our hearts beat with love for God. We then believe necessarily in, in, in him and, and trust in Christ. And upon that, uh, we are justified. But then this process of justification yeah. happens, and it happens over the course of a lifetime. And sanctification is the work of God. You said the Holy Spirit. I yep. agree. It is the work of God, the Holy Spirit, in us through the use of the ministry of the Word, yep. specifically. More broadly, you could say the means of grace because they all ultimately relate to the Word of God. I would God. agree. I mean, you know, you talk about singing the Word, reading the Word, hearing the Word, partaking of the Word. Yep. All of that. So it's the, it's the work of the Spirit using the ministry of the word yep. to transform, to renew the mind, That's right. to, to transform the will, to conform us to the image of Jesus. So now sanctification, it is a work of God. And we can look at, for example, in John seventeen seventeen, Jesus is praying. Yep. He's praying to the Father, and he prays, Father, sanctify them in truth. Your word is truth. That's right. So two things. One, he's praying that God would do this work. So we know it's a divine work. Mm-hmm. And number two, he's praying that God would do it in accordance with his word. Yeah. So it's pretty clear. Second Thessalonians 2.13 says, well, I'm not going to look it up, but it, but it essentially says that, uh, that our sanctification happens in conjunction with the work of the Holy Spirit and belief or faith in the truth. So you can mm. look it up if you want. I will. So I think that that's fair to say. Now, do we play any role in this process of sanctification? Are we passive in it or are we active in it? Uh, I would say, sorry, as I'm looking here, uh, I would say that we are active. <clears throat> wait, what? No, I'm kidding. I think you're right. Go I was going to say, I was like, oh, man. Oh, goodness. <laughs> wait, wait, what? You and I have a whole separate conversation to have right now. <laughs> no, okay. I, I actually say, that's so inconsistent of you. <laughs> That's, that's what I do. I'm inconsistent. So, okay. So, I believe I, I agree with you. you. You would say that we are active in this process. In what way? Um, I would say that we're responding. I think that our we yeah. I would say that we are responding to the work of God in our lives by faith, uh, as we sing the word, hear the word, preach the word, mm-hmm. partake of the word. And so, I was talking to my kids tonight at the uh-huh. dinner table. I was having chicken. Mm-hmm. They were having some carbo-loaded heavy thing that I kind of wanted to yeah, try. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Um, and we were talking about how it is that we glorify God. And so, you know, I kept asking, you know, my daughter Madeline, how do we glorify God? She's like, well, by praying, by, by worshiping, reading the yeah. Bible. And I go, sure, those are ways that we glorify God. Um, how else can we glorify God? And though they were kind of going on about being thankful, and they're kind of getting around to it. And in the end, we just went with the Baptist children's catechism which says that we glorify god by loving him and doing what he says or by keeping his commandments so there is love faith right without faith it is impossible to please god and we obey him and our obedience is even a part of abiding jesus says in john 15 so obedience is important and our obedience seems to be uh an important factor Mm -hmm. in our ongoing process of being transformed for example uh, when we talk about sanctification in Scripture, sometimes there is an emphasis on our work. It's not always an emphasis on the work of God. For example, in 1 Thessalonians 4, 4, I went ahead and looked this one up here. Oh, okay, go. Um, verse, uh, verse 3, for this is the will of God, your sanctification. So now there's a, there's a colon after that he's going to explain, but here we're getting ready to unpack it. This is God's will for your life, your sanctification, 
That is that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you know how to control his own body in mm-hmm. holiness and honor and not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God. So you can see here that sanctification, it, it is the work of God. We have enough scripture to tell us that. Yeah, but absolutely. we are also called to kill sin, to practice self-control, to mortify the deeds of the flesh. We are active in this process, right? I mean, like, like James says, be doers of the word, not just hearers. Mm-hmm. And so that in that doing, we are participating yep. in some way in this work of sanctification. So really, I don't, I don't think it's a good idea, and I would say it's inaccurate, to start talking about sanctification as monergistic. First of all, that language is typically revert, reserved for regeneration, not yeah. sanctification. And sanctification is something in which we are very active. We are not passive. Now, we want to say... No one is sanctified because they are working hard. No one is sanctified because they are obeying. We are sanctified because of the Holy Spirit through the ministry of the Word. But in that, we are active and passive. So there is a correlation, but not a causation. There, yeah. we, our efforts do not cause us to be sanctified, but they are connected to God's work of sanctification so that, yeah, we are very much active. So if the ministry of the Word is the primary means by which the Holy Spirit sanctifies us, then how we interact with, believe, receive, and obey the Word is going to play a role, right? Absolutely. I mean, Don Winnie says this, No spiritual discipline is more important than the intake of God's Word. Nothing can substitute for it. There simply, there simply is no healthy Christian life apart from a diet of the milk and meat of Scripture. Right. So, And I think we both have old copies. Here's the thing about Whitney's book. It, it, there's a revision out now. And... Um, so we want to encourage you to get the, the most recent revised edition. We're going to come back and explain why that's important. Um, so be sure and, and, and get that. But, uh, yeah, the, the Word of God is central and it is key. Yeah. So now, spiritual disciplines. Mm-hmm. So spiritual disciplines are these activities, these actions, yeah. these things that we do. And some of them are explicitly found in Scripture. Yeah. And some of them are not. Correct. So the ones that are explicitly found in Scripture... In, uh, oh, go ahead. Intake of the word. Intake of the word. Um, I would say uh, singing. Right. Prayer. Community. Right. So there are a bunch of them. Serving. Mm-hmm. Loving one another. Evangelism. Evangelism. So Dr. Whitney calls all of these things, and I'm just going to call them Big D for now. I'm just calling Big D. Oh, right. Big D. Uh, okay, now I'm done with that. Uh, Thank so you. Dr. <laughs> uh, Dr. Whitney uh, you know, kind of lays these things all out for us to help us understand that these are... These are disciplines, right? And this is coming from Timothy 4. These are, these are disciplines. These are ways in which we train ourselves for godliness. Now, the ones that are biblical shouldn't be an issue, right? They, uh, these are the commands of God. The question should be, well, do these relate to our sanctification? Yes, as they are done in faith, uh, absolutely. But what about these things that aren't in Scripture, like journaling? Oh, so you're, so you're thinking some would say, or some have said, because it's not specifically in Scripture, it's not yeah. a discipline or it's not necessary? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm just asking. Like, So like some people would say, like, well, wait a minute, that's not in the Bible. How can that be a spiritual discipline? How can that help you in your sanctification? Oh, is, is journaling now a new means of grace? Is journaling now uh, this thing that God wants everybody to do? Well, I mean, what about skinny jeans? That's not in Scripture, but... 
Yeah, but nobody's claiming that it's a spiritual discipline. Oh, have you never seen the youth pastor worship leader guy? First of all, I don't think those guys know what means of grace means. And secondly... <laughs> so you're saying anyone that's wearing skinny jeans in youth ministry slash worship ministry does not know. I'm just saying, if you were to poll every youth or worship leader mm-hmm. who we- regularly wears skinny jeans, mm. and you said, could you define for me... Biblically, theologically, what are the means of grace that 90% couldn't do it? That would be my guess. That's my guesstimate right there. That's your guesstimate, 90%? 90%. Okay. Now, I think if I asked most, most pastors in general, it would also be a high percentage of people that couldn't <laughs> properly define <laughs> okay, it. Okay, so, so it's not just skinny jeans. I think, no, skinny, hey, listen, if you're skinny, wear your skinny jeans, man. I ain't hating. It's the tubbos wearing the skinny jeans Aww. that are a little. Listen, I can't wear skinny jeans. I know. You make fun of me for wearing mine. Oh, well, because it just, man, it, I you look I like look a top. Good. It's not, <laughs> you can't do that. I wore jeans that were like a little slim fitting one time. They were five dollars, and you know what? Ray Ray, he texted me, "Dude, are you wearing skinny jeans?" Oh, that's even <laughs> Guess better. Guess I never wore those again. Yep, Joe never did. Yeah, no, because a tubbo can't out. wear skinny jeans. <laughs> so yeah, what do you? So you're asking that? What is it? What do you do? What do you mean with those things that are not? How can it be a spiritual? How can it be a spiritual discipline if it's not in the Bible? But I mean, isn't it still helping you uh, uh, process? Uh, God's word, isn't it yeah. still helping you even for some people as they write their prayers, mm-hmm. right? Like they're processing their thoughts. It's still something that is, it's a tool being utilized right. uh, for as they grow in faith. Yeah. How is that not good? Yeah, exactly. And so it's not that everyone is required to journal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it, it, But what is required is that everyone meditates on the word of God. And so journaling is if it's done right, it is a means by which we meditate on the Word of God. That's right. So these spiritual disciplines, any of these spiritual disciplines that guys like Dr. Whitney would be talking about, yeah. he's not arguing that these are I – mean, R.C. Sproul wrote a book on this. It's, a, it's yeah. a little book, like five things for every Christian to grow in or something like that. It's the same stuff. So he's not saying that, that if you do these things, you're going to be sanctified. Yeah, yeah. He is saying that these are means by which you can uh, connect with – the means of grace that you can connect with the word of God and and by faith then through this connection and abiding in Christ we are we are sanctified. I, I think that there are people that are nervous about this because the doctrine of sanctification is largely misunderstood. Yeah, particularly outside of robustly theological uh, churches, and I think because there are other books on spiritual disciplines that are more on the mystical side. Right? Okay, yeah, yeah, I know what you're that, that are more on the experiential side and maybe don't have the same, uh, and certainly don't oftentimes, have the, the same theological perspective guiding them. Yeah. So, for example, um, you know, Dallas Willard and Richard Foster are two really popular guys that have written books on spiritual disciplines. And if you read, and listen, I've read both, and I think you can get good stuff out of, out of parts of those books. Um, and in fact, in particular, there was a couple of things in Foster's book that I thought were really biblical and sound. But a lot of it is more is more mystical. And now, in Whitney's earlier uh, version of of his book, those guys were quoted. They're not in the newer version. Why is that? Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know for sure, but I'm fairly sure that as they continued to progress over the years in their theology or digress or however you want to see it, um, that he decided, like, you know, I don't want people going to those sources and buying into a theological system that is at odds with my, my system. Gotcha, I see. So, so 
bring better clarity to yeah. what the distinction he's trying to make. Right. And so the, the newer version is, I would say, it, it's, it's a more gospel-rich even version, whereas his earlier versions seemed to focus very squarely on the disciplines. And so if you, if you weren't really dialed in on the gospel and how sanctification works, maybe you could get confused. Yeah. Um, I certainly wasn't when I read that. I just thought it was great. Um, but he's brought greater clarity to the book, and so you want to get the, the new version. And maybe part of it, too, is that maybe uh, he's also you know, progressed in his understanding or yeah. grown in his understanding. Well, I know Dr. Whitney's a huge fan of the podcast. I know he listens every uh, to every episode. Wait, so, what, uh, to ours? Oh, I'm sure oh, he does. Yeah, right. I'm sure. So, listen, the way they do it at Southern Seminary, uh, every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Every, it's on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's like Wednesday and Friday. On Wednesday, okay. they all gather. Like Not all of them, but like the big dogs. Like the big the, dogs. The, the, so the Al Moeller. Moeller. Uh, uh, Schreiner. Moore, Russell Moore Skypes in. He, no, no. He flies in for this. Oh, does he? Yeah. Okay, they, all, they all get in there, uh-huh. and they listen to Doctrine and Devotion oh, yes. in, in Al's library. So now, how often, mm-hmm. how, many, how many times this last 10 years? Right. Have you been invited to speak there? Well, man, I have never been able to fit that into my schedule at all. So, so that's I, not Let me phrase that question. Yeah. How many times have you been invited? Man, I, I think if, if I were, if that was even going to be a possibility for me to get down there. I know. So again, would, how I many, would have to how rearrange. Many invites? You know, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure they'd pay for the flight and everything. 50 but, invites? Man, I just, I'm not, I, know, I, have, I haven't counted. 30 I invites. Have, I haven't counted. I really don't know. 10 invites. It's probably less than that. Five invites. You know, it doesn't matter how many. Two, how many times is not what's two important, Jimmy. Invites. If it was one, would that be enough? Yes. Was it one? No, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, they're not inviting me to preach in the chapel, man. They probably don't even think I have a suit. Are you kidding me? Um, I was at a conference one time, and, and Dr. Whitney was there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was the Founders Conference, and I was preaching the opening message on repentance from Psalm 51. And uh, I was registering and everything, and I was like, Dr. Whitney, everybody's wearing a suit. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you should go put on, you should go put on a jacket. <laughs> I was like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll, I'll do that I'll right go now. Get my jacket. Here I go. I'll go buy one right now. Um, so, yeah, no, I, listen, I'm just saying, in case Dr. Whitney is listening, Jimmy. Which he's not. Jimmy is proud of you for growing in your theology, Don. That's what he just said. No, I, you th- you're like, hey. I'm really proud of you. you. That's basically what you said. I'm really proud of you, Donnie, yeah, you know for what? growing up and maturing in your theology. That's basically how you treated him when you said that. Donnie, I would never Donnie, say that. Donnie, you did a very good job. See? I'm going to go ahead and take your new book, and I'm going to put it on the fridge of my heart. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so proud of you, With a gold star, right? With a gold star. All right, so Dr. Whitney is brilliant. And yeah, maybe he, maybe uh, his theology has uh, uh, been more refined. Or, I, I don't really know. I would know. hope so. I would hope so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, all of us. I, I just don't want to you know, put words in his mouth. I don't want to speak from us. I don't know. Sounds arrogant the other way. Uh, I don't want to say it either way. <laughs> so um, here, here's the deal. Um, the spiritual disciplines of the Christian life, yep. you can look at them in a bad way or a good way. You can have good theology uh, and, and, and speak of these things in a way that is thoroughly biblical and consistent with our doctrine of sanctification. Or you can look at these things and speak of them in a way that makes our efforts the primary means by which we become what we are not. Yeah. And that's certainly not the case. I, I just think that there is a bit of an overreaction by some, and I'm not saying that this is true of the guys at Theocast, yeah, yeah. but I think there is a bit of an overreaction by some, uh, especially when they say spiritual disciplines is not a thing. Certainly um, the, the, the term spiritual disciplines is a newer term. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And so who cares what we call them? Uh, but you know, ways in which we bring ourselves 
to the word of God and the other means of grace. Yeah. Uh, that's that, that, that I'm fine with calling them whatever you want to call them. So Jimmy, mm. what's your favorite spiritual discipline? Oh, good question. My favorite spiritual discipline would be reading. But reading what? Well, reading scripture. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know, you know. Uh, would be reading scripture. Uh, Joe, what is your least favorite? Mm. Mm. My least favorite. That's a good question. Why would you ask me that one? Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm just going to be honest. Like, you know, I know you're not well, supposed to have a least favorite. You're supposed to have the one you just love less than the others. Well, I, I know um, I'm my least favorite, so. All right. So I got to go through them. So we got uh, Word. I, I love reading the Word. Yep. Um, I love prayer, and, I, and I'm continuing to grow in my love for prayer because for a long time, the Word, studying the Word and, and taking it in was easier for me than praying was. But the, the longer I've been a Christian, the more I've realized you can't really read the word without prayer and you can't really pray without the word. So I, I, I'm, I, I love, I love that. Uh, fellowship uh, is rich for me. Um, I like that. Worship is great. Corporate worship. Uh, you know, fasting, Fasting's not a big one for me. No, no. Fasting's not a big, I mean, I've, I've done that, uh, throughout the years. Um, it's been a while at this point. Yeah. I mean like for, uh, like for Lent, you gave up Netflix. No. Oh, no, because then how would I chill? Chocolate? If I, how would I chill then? Well, then you just, I go, can't, you just go right to the chill. You can do that? I thought, you had, I thought Netflix was there the means are, by no, which you got to no, chill. There are some couples out there that just get to the chill. Oh, wow. Okay, well, I'm going <laughs> to have to rethink this whole paradigm. Um, so I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I'm not opposed to any of them. I don't bristle at any of them. I would say evangelism can be uncomfortable and, and fasting can be inconvenient. And so I think for that reason, they, those are probably two that I would say are common and maybe are, are common in me where I'm like, yeah. sometimes I'm excited, but sometimes I'm like, oh, man. I just want to be by myself. Sometimes I'm like, oh, man. God I just want to do my thing. God wants me to talk to that guy over there. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going <laughs> to talk to them about Jesus. And that's not how it's supposed to be. No, no, we should. All right, so we're going to recommend Don Whitney's book. Yep, his, he, uh, even though he's edition. even though he's some kind of mystical weirdo who obviously doesn't understand how sanctification works. Obviously, uh, we love your book, Doctor Whitney, and uh, we do encourage everybody to read it. So go ahead and pick that up. We'll have a link for you in the show notes. And check out Theocast. See what those guys are saying. We haven't listened, but go ahead and <laughs> we haven't listened. <laughs> that sounded bad. I'm sorry, guys. I don't listen to hardly any podcast. Mm. Um, Jimmy, yeah. have you listened to Theocast? I think you have. What have I listened yeah. to Theocast? No. Oh, all right. Well, you listen to pot. You check them all out. You I check to... them all out. I didn't check this one out. All right, good. All right, so you will check it out, though. You what? you just promised right now. I, I never promised No, but you're anything. going to. You're going to promise. Because somebody needs to check it out. You check they it out. They checked ours out. We got to check theirs out. Nah, I'm all right. All right. Hey. I didn't you... even read their articles. Yeah, I did. I skimmed them. You skimmed it. That's yeah. why I was waiting for you to ask me, well, did you? Yeah, no, I know you ain't reading anything. No. You're still working on your paper for still, ordination. I, that's right. I got, got things to do. No, at some point, maybe. Later, no promises. If you guys want to support the podcast, there are a couple of different ways you can be involved. Jimmy, break it down for him. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head on to the store or head on over to the website and you can click on the sign up page. Uh, and there you can get on our email list. You can also click on the store, grab some swag, grab some gear. You can uh, head on over to Amazon. They're not grabbing swag, by the way. What stuff we all get? Is that swag? No. Yeah, stuff we all get. But yeah. that's but that's free stuff. Oh yeah, this ain't free. No. This ain't free. Stuff we all buy. Stuff we all buy. Swab. Swab. <laughs> <laughs> Grab some swab. Uh, you can head on over to Amazon and leave Joe Thorne. Oh knock it off. Nobody cares about that. Go no, with... go do it. Go all do right. it. But you know what though? Guess what? What? Uh what about the giveaway? 
Oh, that's right. Tomorrow is the end of the giveaway. Yep. We're announcing the winner tomorrow. Like so, tonight will be the end of the, that's your right. entry. So we, you guys, you know, you liked our, you liked our little talk on Bibles. It was a little boring, but uh, but you guys seem to like it. You know why? Apparently, people liked it because you guys like Bibles mm-hmm. and you love the Word of God. And you already know if you're listening to Thursday's episode, you already know that we are giving away our top three Bibles, the, the three Bibles that Jimmy and I use the most. Well, this is Thursday's episode. What I say? You said if you listen to Thursday's episode, this is Thursday's episode. Don't confuse me. You confused. You're confusing me. No, you're getting old. Keep going. So what was I saying? Oh, yeah. We're giving away Bibles. We're giving away Bibles. All right, tell them so, how they can get them. Now, all listen. Right. All these other suckers that thought we already ended and already shut off the podcast, they're missing out. You are not missing out. Oh, that's right. That's right. And uh, so here's the thing. We're giving away an Omega. We're giving away uh, an heirloom, mm-hmm. single column, heritage. And we're giving away an ESV journaling Bible. Now, uh, the journaling Bible is more inexpensive. That's my everyday carry. Uh, Jimmy's is the heirloom. Heirloom, yep. Now, that's my preaching Bible. But Jimmy's preaching Bible is the Omega. And yep. I'm thinking about getting one. Now, listen. Here's the thing. You enter. You enter by going to the – we'll have the page in the show notes. you got to go to this page. you got to sign up our, to our mailing list. Mm. If you're already signed up, don't worry about it. And then you've got to tweet out or share on social media in some way about this giveaway. you got to do that before midnight tonight. Tomorrow, we're going to announce the winner. Now, uh, if you win, you can pick any one of those three. Yep. If, if, if all so three we, don't, got, we don't just have one of each. No. We've got – essentially, you, got, you can have – have three, three of each. Yeah, all three of you can pick. Which the same one, and you're each going to get it. Yeah, we don't actually have three of each, but uh, Crossway, Crossway will work. Yeah, thank, thanks, out Crossway. Crossway is Cross- awesome. Thanks, Crossway. Uh, never mind, I won't say. Yeah, that. I know what you're going to say. Yep. All right. Hey, um, what else? Oh, Fresh Pod every Monday, every Monday, and Thursday. Thursday. Articles, articles on, on Wednesday. Wednesday. Video content never soon coming. On Friday. No, it won't. Yes, it will. No, it won't. Yeah, come on, dude. You got to believe. Believe if you believe, you can achieve. Yeah, that's the kind of thing that a guy would say that reads books about spiritual disciplines. Later. 